0: The live exchange where we exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today's show is called Unintentional Harm, Implicit Bias, and Benevolent Sexism. How many of you have heard of that? Hmm. Well, there was a time not too long ago when President Barack Obama was elected that it was declared that we live in a post-racial society. A post-racial society after 200 years of slavery, after Jim Crow, after the Civil Rights Movement, after the war on drugs in the 80s, and after Rodney King. And these are just the assaults against the black community. Latinos, Asians, Arabs, and even whites can produce a... We want to have a fully robust conversation about discrimination and implicit bias. Trauma, for any period of time, requires healing. This this nation has yet to heal, and we have yet, we have learned in recent years, primarily because of the election of Barack Obama, that we are far from being a post-racial society. In fact, this era seems to mark the re-emergence of racial issues that the most oblivious among us are convinced no longer exists. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it does still very much exist, and much of it is fueled by our implicit bias and unintentional harm. This is what we will be tackling today. So today I am joined by two passionate psychologists who share an interest in the concept of implicit bias in both children and adults. Dr. Bentley Gibson, also known as the Bias Adjuster, and Dr. Jillian Watley, founder of Lissy's Voice, an organization designed to support the empowerment of parents. We'll be discussing imposter syndrome, internalized Depression and psychological blind spots as always we've been we've got some trending topics to discuss research to dish and of course my weekly balance challenge so stay tuned we'll be right back on the live exchange Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today we have got quite the show for you. Not even necessarily just because of the topic, but because of the ladies who are in the room with me. My goodness, we got three doctors in the house. (laughs) So joining me today um, is Dr. Jillian Watley. Dr. Watley is a school psychologist, and I may have gotten that wrong. You're right. right. Okay, she is. And founder of Lissy's Voice Incorporated. Lissy's voice helps parents understand themselves spiritually as parent parental units in order for children to be spiritually, psychologically and emotionally healthy. Lissy's voice provides parents with an opportunity to become active participants and informed decision makers in their children's lives. Dr. Watley's research interests include overrepresentation of minority males in special education, resiliency factors in at youth risks, bias in education and culturally responsive assessment methods. That's Jillian. That's Dr. Watley. Welcome. (laughs) And our second guest is Dr. Bentley Gibson. She is also known as the bias adjuster. And uh, the bias adjuster, um, she founded it and um, she received a BA in psychology from Spelman College. She completed her master's and doctorate degree in cognition and development psychology at Emory University, focusing on the development of racial and gender biases from early childhood to adulthood. Dr. Gibson is currently in a Assistant Professor of Psychology at Georgia Highlands College. And her research focuses on what are known as implicit biases, as, which are associations that people may be unaware that they possess, yet still impact their behaviors. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> glad to be here. Shine. I'm thank you. so glad to have both of you here together in the room. I know them separately, but we have not been in the room together, together. I know, yeah. yet. I so so Together. have been looking yes, forward to it. Yeah. You know? So this is wonderful. So I'm, I'm going to just jump right into how you both got into uh, you know, this, this area of implicit bias. I know there's a lot of other areas of interest as well, but particularly with implicit bias, how did you even get into this area of interest?
1: Ooh. You want to start? Okay, I'm making it short and sweet.
0: But, you know, as We got two hours. So let me do the long version then. (laughs) Uh,
2: Well, I took the implicit bias test. So there's actually a test you can take to find Mm -hmm. out what your implicit biases are. Right. And I took it back in college and I found out, well, I had an implicit, slight, white bias. So then I really had to think about that. Like, as an African-American woman, where did I get this from? Mm -hmm. And then by the time I got to grad school, and again, this implicit bias stuff started coming up. And I realized they hadn't really done a lot of studies on black people and our implicit biases. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I figured out we were split 50-50. Half of us had a white bias like myself and half had a black bias. So Mm -hmm. for my doctorate, I wanted to find out, well, what's the difference between those who have a black bias and those who had a white bias? So can you
0: explain what a white Mm -hmm. bias is? You know, for me, I can probably, Mm -hmm. you know, guess from the first time you told me. But yeah. Yeah.
2: And and this can be kind of tricky in terms of when people hear I have a white bias. Like, oh, am Mm -hmm. I racist? It's like, Mm -hmm. no. Right. <laughs> that's not quite it. But the mm-hmm. implicit bias test, what it looks at is how quickly you can put two things together. Can you put black faces with positive words versus mm-hmm. negative words, mm-hmm. right? And so when I took the test, when it said you have a slight white bias, all that meant is I slightly associated white faces with positive words easierly mm-hmm. than black faces with positive words. Now, mm-hmm. does that mean you're racist? No, but it does influence subtle decisions that you may make.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's what got me into that's it. so interesting. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to delve into that.
1: Yeah, it's a phenomenal. I it <laughs> it love it. It <laughs> is.
0: So for me, it was a little bit different because I work in the school
1: system, and I sit on multiple teams, and I was really concerned about African-American males particularly mm. being placed mm-hmm. at a high rate in special education. Right. There's been documented resources about why, and no one ever tackled the bias of the team members. Mm, There's okay. always policies and procedures to be put in place. There were new, you know... A lot of new um, legal cases that came out of it. Mm-hmm. But no one ever looks at the people who make the decision. Oh, yeah. So That's I decided so to important. take my dissertation a step further. And it was challenging mm-hmm. to kind of look at the the bias of the multidisciplinary team. The people that, are, that g- govern the actual process. Mm-hmm. And what I found is that they were also exposed to the IAT. And mm-hmm. most of the teachers were African-American. And they were shocked at their results. Wow.
0: Very shocked, mm-hmm. almost angry. So so the, what did the results indicate? The results Certainly. indicated
1: they had a bias towards their own people. Hmm.
0: So is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, uh, well, it's actually the difference. My research... Mm-hmm, my, these mostly
2: Atlanta, African-Americans... These African-American. most so Americans. Not Atlanta, African-Americans.
0: Against mm-hmm. their people, but uh, not a against, no, they had a bias, bias for got the, it. the difference yes. between mine. Right. And yeah. What
2: I found with my research is that those... See, I'm from White Plains, New York. Okay? Right. Yeah. Now, what I found in my research is I looked at African-Americans in Atlanta, and they were more likely here mm-hmm. to have a bias for black or white, okay. which was different got from
0: mine. It. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay.
1: So a lot of those... We didn't really delve into... Um, during my dissertation their personal results but mm-hmm. we could tell that something made them feel a lot uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So after that we implemented a um, bias literacy workshop mm-hmm. and from the pre and post test there were changes so there's oh, wow. a promise that that workshop actually worked and helped them but the point is is for them to really understand how their biases can influence decisions for African-American children Absolutely. and how it can be kind of you know, detrimental or, you know, pay me positive, but but we as African Americans have to look at that a little bit different, even when we're making decisions. So, it, when,
0: when you hear that in a predominantly African American environment, school teachers, mm-hmm. students, um, that they um, have a bias towards Mm-hmm. African-Americans where yeah. where do the problems lie in that because you would think that oh that's yeah. that's great so they, they they're they gonna be even more supportive of the students that they work with right what I found in that conversation with some of the
1: teachers is that they came from different perspectives so though we're all black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my socioeconomic status, right, that mm-hmm. influences how they saw certain African-American children. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, particularly when we're working in low poverty areas, if you, yourself, you can work in there, but if you're not from there or you've arrived, mm-hmm. like a lot of African-Americans feel like they've arrived, right. then yes. you kind of, you know, unintentionally may... Put a group of people in a certain
0: bucket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I can totally Classism. see that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Classism. Okay, well, we're gonna get into some trending topics. Uh oh. I'm like black and gas prices. Michael trending topics. Okay, so trending this week, biggest news um is um the the Las Vegas situation. Yeah. You know, uh, right. and I haven't heard the latest stats as of last night, but the latest I heard that it was at least sixty people were killed and two hundred I'm, I'm sorry, five hundred and twenty seven were injured. Um after sixty four year old stephen Paddock um, open fire on a country music festival from his hotel room at Mandalay Bay in Vegas. Um, now he killed himself before authorities can get to him 23 firearms were discovered in his room 19 additional firearms explosives and uh, and several thousand rounds of ammunition were found in his home in Mesquite Las, um, uh, Nevada um, the no- the motive is still unknown. Very interesting. You know, I've been seeing the dialogue um going on about this and, and mm-hmm. there have been some conspiracy theories. Oh, yes. oh, and yeah. you know, about whether or not this person did it alone. ISIS has claimed responsibility and yet that's been dismissed. Mm, A right. ISIS didn't do it. Did it happen on the
2: thirty second floor or the fourth floor? Right, right, yeah. right. There
0: were all kinds of um you know, and and another thing that I th- I, I really am glad was clarified is is the fact that this was it's touted as the, the, the largest or the, the biggest. A yeah, um, mass, mass, mass shooting in mm-hmm. in the history of the United States, which is not true, right, um, right, and, and, I, and it seems
1: like I've been tracking that since, a, um, I guess, Sandy Hook, uh-huh.
0: and people they say that a lot. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's like, oh, because every time it, it, it's escalated. It's, it, so it, it, I get right. that, right, right, but right, what right. we've done is we've kind of erased the history of what's happened to African Americans when we look at Black Wall oh, Street, big time. and we look at right. well, we um, begin to normalize the trauma. Yes, right, further marginalizing another group of
1: people. Right. They we will, you know. Yeah. And so
0: it's things. but what I appreciate is the, the National Association of Black Journalists and the mm-hmm. National Association yes. of Hispanic Journalists pretty much checked all the major news outlets, CNN, all of mm-hmm. them and mm-hmm. said, look, we need to get our history right. If we're going to report this, let's report this right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But You know, and, and so I think that the, the surrounding conversations around this this topic have been, um, you know, pretty interesting. But we have to go to break okay. and okay. we'll come right back on the live exchange. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and we're back, ladies. Hey! Hello! Yes, yes, um, yeah. So I'm going to let you guys I'm talk, fine. because I still have <laughs>
2: Fine, We do that
0: well. We can talk. I would love to hear your thoughts about this, um... Las Vegas incident Well, My my first thought
2: When I was thinking about it Because I was hearing A lot of talk about it Is Mm -hmm. about He did not meet The standard criteria Of what a mass shooter Would be He was older 64 Which goes back To kind of like The stereotyping And when This can really Get you into trouble In terms Mm -hmm. of making Decisions about people You know But most people Would say he did He was white Yes But he was also Mm -hmm. 64 Mm -hmm. Like when you look At mass shootings Over Mm -hmm. there They're not only Older Older. white men They're normally younger Like in their 30s Right Right, 30-ish. exactly. Early. So, exactly. So, just making stereotypes in general can right. sometimes lead you to making decisions just wrong to know who it could have been. Yeah, right. you miss right. a whole you group you of miss. people. Exactly. Who
1: would think of sixty-four? That's what I was. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. But it can My happen. Age, but
0: it can happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And I feel so bad because when I was. Um, on the phone with my dad about it, you know, I was like, yeah. "God, it was, was old so like, oh, man." Yeah, and my dad's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, you know? I, I, I was like, "My bad, my bad, my I bad." Know. You know, but yeah, I mean, wow. It, but I was, I was definitely shocked yes. by the age. Yes, that's um, our biases. That's yeah. our, our bi- well,
1: age biases. And yeah. We all have it. But
0: the good thing about biases is to
1: recognize yes, that you have it. Exactly. When people say, "Oh, I'm not biased," yeah. I will see, um, yeah, you do. We have and it. And there's different areas. There's race, race. There's age. age, right? Sex.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I've been seeing a lot of demonstrations of bias that that you know have been happening on these conversations on social media mm. so yeah. we get people oh, who yeah. are you know surprised like oh wow at a country you know music festival and you know and what exactly y- there's just a lot Where of do you think it should happen right, right. you exactly. know right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly exactly and so it, it, and that that does beg that question yeah. and and you know and if that were to be asked what is the answer well yeah. um, um you know it, it it kind of brings forth the bias that people, yeah. and that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. If, maybe if one of you can give a definition of what bias is. and Yeah. Right. Well, Ginger, you want to go for it? It's just more? a preference. It's a preference. It's an
2: inclination. Mm-hmm. Okay. A there's, a bi- there's different spectrums here. Things. There's bias, yeah. racism somewhere over here yeah. with mm-hmm. discrimination with mm-hmm. the behavior. But mm-hmm. these are just kind of feelings, preferences, inclinations to go either positive or negative or neutral okay right. which yeah. way do you go for how do you feel you know but it doesn't have to lead to discrimination but it can if you don't as you say check you have things. to be
1: cognitively aware and where does it come from right people mm-hmm. always say, well where does it come from well it can come from development yes from the culture you were raised in it can come from your experiences as you got older with a certain group of people or mm-hmm. a certain type of person or whatnot you take Watching one instance watching the news too much
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. making
1: sweeping generalizations about a group of
0: people. Right. and that's been happening a lot, which yes. is one of the reasons why no. I really wanted to do this show um, because with, the you know, and, and as I said in the intro, in the last, uh, you know, few decade, last decade, we'll just say, yeah. um, there has just been a lot of divisiveness and a lot of grouping. Um, and, and maybe this isn't new, but yeah. there has certainly been, uh, it just seems a, a resurgence of, we're really just going to put people in boxes, yeah. And um, and I know that I've right. been guilty of that in a Explicitly, lot of ways as you know, well. Just, yeah, we're yeah. just doing it explicit, right? Right, yeah. right. And so, and but what that is also causing people to do is to say with the with the explicitness and the extremeness of it. Well, I'm not like that, mm-hmm. you know, and and completely mm-hmm. dismiss it because of the way that it seems so extreme. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But are we shutting down our biases when we? You know, I'm, I'm, are we overlooking something? The thing
2: is, as a, yeah, yeah. as a psychologist, what there is, there is this humanist perspective, mm-hmm. and human beings want to see themselves as good people. We right, want yeah, to, right, we really yeah. do. Nobody
1: wants to say, "Oh, I'm a, bad I'm a person. horrible person." I right. have <laughs> a four year old; even she doesn't want to say, <laughs> "I am good." Bad. I'm yeah, honest. I'm true. I'm I love nice. everybody. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so,
2: but when we harbor these things, that's in dissonance with
0: mm-hmm. the "I'm a good person." Okay. You know, that's you know? interesting. So we try to rationalize. Right. Mm-hmm. I, so I have to come back to that. Um, but mm-hmm. first, we're going to get into the research. In the interest of science, 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 science. 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 Okay, so so today's research is going, is, first of all, it's brought to you by Red Door Consulting. Red Door Consulting is a boutique management consulting firm and, and who provides services to small businesses to allow them, or large businesses <laughs> for that matter, mm-hmm. um, to allow them to um, enhance what they do, their branding, their image, and the way that they present themselves to the world. Um, so let Red Door Consulting upgrade you and your business today. You can visit them mm-hmm. at www.reddoorconsulting, the number 8, dot com and um, I know the person personally um, Tarshish Jordan she's a pretty awesome um, business owner and sets the example really well so Um, somebody definitely to reach out to Um, so today's research um, for this first hour is looking at psychological blind spots Mm -hmm. by Cindy Kuzma are either of you familiar Mm -hmm. with that Mm -hmm. okay so I may not even have to say anything I'm going to let y'all take over but most of us for those of you who don't know um, most of us have psychological blind spots Mm -hmm. Um, these are aspects of our personality that are obvious to everyone else but not necessarily obvious to ourselves Um, so for example there's a mother who complains I don't know why little Horace is so violent. Mm. Um, I've smacked him a thousand times for it. Well, well
1: <laughs> so <laughs> we were like, <laughs> okay, like that might be that's a problem.
0: Right. But she is just completely oblivious, oblivious to, to how her particular patterns are a creating. way of being. Yes yes. Yes. Right. yes. yes. So um, wow. yeah. your gorgeous friend who believes that she has all the seductive allure um, of a dung beetle. So mm. she's gorgeous, <laughs> but she just doesn't see it yeah. at all yeah. you know yeah. Yeah. um and and or the co-worker who complains that mysteriously every single person he's ever worked for develops the identical delusion that he's shiftless and incompetent every place that he goes to mm-hmm. he gets the same feedback yeah so there's a blind spot there yeah. there's a blind spot there it's right. so
1: interesting that you're bringing this up I have one of my um I supervise about 30 psychologists. Okay. And I have one, he's very sweet, Mm -hmm. very mild mannered kind of guy. I think when people see him as African American male, they assume that he should be one way and he's not. Mm -hmm. But what happens is he, when he encounters um, aggressive types of women, they tend to run over him in the workplace.
0: Interesting. And he,
1: I'm working with him now on the blind spot. Mm -hmm. Can he see within himself why Mm -hmm. he's drawing these, this type of, kind of chaos yeah. in the work environment where people are not really respecting him you're nice you're sweet mm-hmm. you're fair you're honest mm-hmm. but at some point you have to switch that a little bit right. because they're starting to run over you and not respect you right. and so he has he has not he didn't see himself like that right? He and he's now I'm Literally, I'm seeing it. A lot of times we see it, but they don't see it. Right? It's that process,
0: brain too. Yeah. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit more about this when we get back. We have to go to break, but um, we'll we'll delve a little bit more into the blind blind spots after this break. Alright, welcome back to the live exchange. Uh, we are talking about implicit bias and, um, benevolent sexism. And I've got two guests with me here today, Dr. Jillian Watley and Dr. Bentley Gibson. And, um, just in the last segment, I was talking about, um, psychological blind spots. And, um, and this is, uh, you know, this is based on an article that, um, was written by, which I don't have it in front of me, but I said it in the last hour. Oh, Cindy Kuzma. Yes. Um, in, in mm-hmm. on Martha Beck.com. And she gives, uh, and one of the things that I found was interesting is we go blind to information that is so troubling, so frightening, or so opposed to what we believed that, um, that to absorb it would shatter our view of ourselves mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Our, of the world, which is what mm-hmm. I believe you were just yeah. saying. and, and, and yeah, it yeah. would. And,
1: and then it would, but we have to be okay with the shattering of ourselves mm. because we're constantly re-evolving. True. So whatever you saw, however you saw yourself a couple of years ago, it can change. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it goes through a shattering process. Right. Right. And, and some people are afraid to go through that shattering process, yes, you know, yes. like after the breakup of a relationship, right. it's a shattering process. It is, And then yeah. you rebuild from there. And so we can't just protect ourselves from things that we really need to acknowledge because like in the example you gave, she, she's hurting her son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And then thus it's going to hurt the relationship between the two of them, which is really critical right. to his development as a young man yeah mm-hmm. you know well,
0: and one of the things that i i noticed is that with with these um psychological blind spots yeah. they're uh, to me they come to surface when we see patterns mm-hmm. that just keep repeating mm-hmm. themselves over and over and over again mm-hmm. and to me there's a clue there and we may not necessarily understand the blind spot right away but if we mm-hmm. can pay attention to the negative patterns yeah there's a clue that's in there true. somewhere for yeah. you know if you're saying i always this or this always happens or this you know there's a clue mm-hmm. in that situation that's true and And she gives a few indicators of what it may look like if you are, um, you know, if you have blind spots, which I believe we all do. Is it safe to say that? Yeah, we do. Okay. Um, (laughs) You keep (laughs) having the same relationship with different people. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, well.
2: That's
0: one. Well. Okay. Um, (laughs) Your luck never changes. So it just seems Mm. like you always get the hard end of the, the, you know, Mm -hmm. the short end of the stick, you know. Um, People consistently describe you in a way that doesn't fit your self-image. The way you see yourself doesn't mm-hmm, match what mm-hmm. people are saying about you. Right. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, uh, you know, I had, I had somebody once um, say something to me about, you know, you, you know, it just seems that you, you know, come off like you're just better than everybody else. And really, I'm Pam? Like, but that's not even like my yeah. brain. Well, then, Pam Sometimes you got to consider the source too. It's <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying. But when you get things like that, the completely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That threw you off. It doesn't mean that it's always true, mm-hmm. but it does, you know, it is it fair me. to examine it. Just yeah. to say, you Okay, yeah, well, consider yeah, consider it. I'll consider it. You know,
1: right. And then right. I have to consider the source. Consider in that the source. <laughs> that is
0: so important. She does advise that as well. um Let's see. And then, oh, oh, those were the three. Those were the main oh. three. So if those three keep having the same relationship with different people, your luck mm-hmm. never changes, and people consistently describe you in a way that doesn't fit your self-image, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The, those are some indications that you're operating under some Dang. some deep blind spots. Yeah, so, we all have them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how does this tie into implicit bias?
2: Mm -hmm. Implicit bias is a blind spot. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. as I said, when I took the test and found out what it was, I was shocked. So anything you're shocked about Mm -hmm. or don't really understand how it got there. That's a blind spot that you have to check, especially if you keep seeing it or yeah. hearing it or having to over impact over you again. over and over again. And yeah. sometimes you may not even realize it, you mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. And it's dealing with that battle between the unconscious mind, mm-hmm. which is still impacting your behavior. Right. You just don't realize it. And then you, mm-hmm. you have to rationalize that or repress it, you know, yes. so that you can look in the mirror every day. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: I mean, and, be, and, and people don't see the connection between a belief And then what ultimately becomes a pattern. And so I I look at the link between beliefs, behaviors, patterns. So your belief may be that I'm just, I'm not very smart. Yeah. And then that translates into a certain behavior and that translates into a certain pattern. Mm -hmm. And, And I had a friend tell me, but and then those patterns are reinforced by... Right. The belief, you know, the or belief, the, and you know, so it's a cycle. It's a cycle. And yeah, it doesn't really click true.
2: until it directly hits home, directly impacts mm. you. Like I was speaking to a lady yesterday, yeah. she's from Sweden. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that, you know, when she lived in Sweden and other cultures came there, you know, people right. would say, you know, why don't you assimilate and learn the language and mm. be able to speak it? Mm. And it wasn't until she moved here where she realized, wait, I can assimilate and still speak my language. Yes. And then it was like, click up. That was mm-hmm. a bias I had. Mm. Now I've experienced something. And And I understand it. You know, so so we have to be hit home some way, somehow. And that's the only way you get people to see these blind spots. That's so interesting.
0: So one of the things when we have conversations about racism versus discrimination versus bias, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people just kind of switch the words around and intermingle them. Are there differences? And what are the differences between those terms? Racism, bias, discrimination. Well, racism... I don't know how I would
1: break that down. Racism is the act. It's just the, it's like the blatant. I think it's a little bit
0: more blatant. Yes, yes. It's what you see. Yes. And I would argue that racism is is the institution, a yes. system. Well, and then it can within transition within into an institution, yeah. 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 yeah, like
1: within our schools. Yeah, so you know, uh, so uh,
2: any right. act or institution that right. leads to a better outcome mm-hmm. from one group to the other, there you go. You, you know, know, whereas people yeah. might
1: use special education or even redistricting in school systems yes. as mm-hmm. an act of racism. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're 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 putting one group here and you put another group there, and that mm-hmm. leads to segregation. That's why people say it's resegregation exactly. in education right. because. The institution itself is doing
0: that through the policies and the procedures that right. they mandate. Mm-hmm. And I would say that in our implicit biases may be the root of that. Um, but I there's also some discrimination. There Those is. are not implicit. You are very you conscious. Just, you're
1: you know what you're
0: doing. doing Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ooh. We're gonna dig into that a little bit when we come yeah. back. So stay with us on the live exchange. Yeah. yeah. All right, welcome back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, we are talking about—we're talking about a lot of stuff. But I really want us to dig into those parts of ourselves that we don't know are there, mm-hmm. and um, and that that really kind of inspires the behaviors that we have mm-hmm. as a result. And so mm-hmm. um, we talked about—you know—just before I threw in that discrimination mm-hmm. and bias, they they have two different. Mm-hmm functions yeah. i guess i don't know if function is the right yeah. word but right
1: but they can all get intermingled they can and cross over
0: yeah well people use the words interchangeably yeah you know, that was a mm-hmm. racist act or that was a discrimination mm-hmm. discriminatory act mm-hmm. and that was uh, a, an act of bias you mm-hmm. know so people right
1: you use them interchangeably yeah, yeah. but
0: there are three distinct meanings um mm-hmm. of these of these mm-hmm. terms and yeah. so it's important for us to understand that yeah um so when we talk about um internalized oppression. Um mm. I'm just I am just throwing that one out there as another one of those mm. myriad of terms that we mm-hmm. we use um what is in, is internalized oppression is is that something that we're not conscious of is that another form of bias or is that something completely different?
1: Yeah, I think I think we're Some people are conscious of it, mm-hmm. but then I think some of it is subconscious. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay.
1: I really do, and especially like when you've experienced like history of for example my parents they were living through the civil rights movement mm-hmm. and were very active in mm-hmm. it so to hear their conversation sometimes uh, my mother is very progressive and my father is very progressive but people from that time period like for example some people really believe Barack Obama should not have been president mm-hmm. where did that come mm-hmm. from? Mm-hmm. what do you think about yourself first as an African American and to think that he shouldn't as a black person even have have the opportunity are you
0: saying the reason they believe this is because he's black because he's
1: black that's not your place or it, but it wasn't we about should,
0: okay it because that's different than yeah. I disagree with his policies nothing like that that's not your place
1: we shouldn't do that
0: oh wow mm-hmm.
1: and so and so, right when I first <laughs> I when I that. first heard <laughs> I don't either but when I first heard that someone went to a small town mm-hmm. in Georgia where he's from and his grandmother who was about 80 mm-hmm. said that wow what was her subconscious thoughts, her mm-hmm. internalized mm-hmm. we're talking about internal where is belief? that root? Yeah. And he mm-hmm. said his mouth dropped. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of us we mm-hmm. take for granted that we're like, Yay, black yeah. people should be doing we take that for granted. Yeah. You know, but there are some people who really believe mm-hmm. that even we sitting here should stay in our place.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When I hear internalized <laughs> oppression, <laughs> I blow <laughs> You know how those standards of black is bad mm. and white is good yes. has been internalized in us. So, like All statements day. like "acting white," what is that? Uh, what you does know? that mean? Or speaking what does that black, mean, you know, and not appreciating you know your skin tone or wanting mm. to lighten it, and mm-hmm. not appreciating maybe your hair texture and right. wanting it to look mm-hmm. more us uh, what societally says is beauty. Right. So, when I hear internalized oppression, it's that you know? Stereotype confirmation, Mm -hmm. not going with the Mm -hmm. white is good and black, whatever that is, is bad. That sets the standard. For for, example, um, I
1: was asked to write an article here recently, and I'm working on colorism. mm -hmm. And so um, this the person who wants me to write it, he's like, well, Jillian, you're a chocolate girl. You know, what was your experience (laughs) growing up? And I was like, heck, I didn't have all of experiences. I mm-hmm. thought I was beautiful from day one. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, I need you to really write because I did not have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom sold into me. I think wimp mm-hmm. beauty comes in various shapes and sizes, and so that's a part of yes. my psyche. Yeah. So to think that I should feel inferior yeah. because I just never had that. And he mm-hmm. said, I really want you to write that. So he said, well, what are you doing with your daughter? I said, I speak life into her since she's been in my womb mm-hmm. about who she is. So right. she walks with that confidence. Mm-hmm. So despite wherever she is, she's still who she is. So and it's a, it's a very you know intentional act of how you parent with your child's identity in mind. Mm-hmm. So, her, the, yeah,
0: no, I, it just brings a, a yeah. question to mind that. Um, we have, so one a friend of mine posted on his Facebook page and he said, ladies, and actually he's going to be on the show next week. Yeah. Oh. He said, ladies, what are some of the things that you grew up with that you were told you can't do that, but mm-hmm. you know, your white friends could do it. You mm-hmm. know, there was no issue there, but you were told, mm-hmm. no, they can do it, but you, you can. can't. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go to break. Right. We come back. We're going to oh, talk about God. this week's balance challenge, but I want to delve into that. a little because we all have that. daughters okay. mm-hmm. and I want to know our experiences, but I also want to know what our broad daughters have been bringing. To us. Okay. So stay with us. Keeping your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. All right. So this week's balance challenge. We just talked about uh, blind spots, and um, the show is about biases. So this week, my challenge for you is to look for your blind spots. You have to look for them. Now, if you do an exercise, you close your eyes and you put your arms out. You put them down to your side, and then lift them to be parallel with your shoulder. You look straight ahead and you might see that your hands are there, but you can't really see the detail of what your fingers are doing. You might be able to see that they're moving, Mm -hmm. but they're not, you can't, like, if you put four fingers up, you can't see the four Mm -hmm. fingers. So, so it's, that's kind of what it is like to have a blind spot. And so in order to know that you have that blind, you actually have to turn and look.
2: Or ask somebody else to tell you. Or ask somebody to tell you. My dad says, says, my dad says, you can't see your own ears.
0: There you That's go. That's right. If you
2: there, got some you need somebody to tell, <laughs> tell you. They're there. Mm-hmm. They're
0: there. Mm-hmm. And, right. and that person it can be your mirror. Yes. So kind of like you, just a minute ago when
1: um, Ginger had something in her eye and she asked me to blow in it. Mm-hmm. But she trusts me to do that. Though. Yes. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't ask mm-hmm. anybody else to mm-hmm. do that. Right. And I definitely, you know. but so somebody she,
0: else might put a plank in her eye. Might put a plank in her eye. <laughs> oh, oh, don't like me and my papa. <laughs> I love you. i say i trust you. <laughs> right. So my challenge for you this week is to look for your blind spot. So according to the article that I just looked at. She she says to ask for blind spot feedback from mm. one person a day. Okay. Never mm-hmm. asking the same person twice. Just say, is there anything about me that I don't seem to be... Um, that that I don't seem to see, but yeah. is obvious to you. Yeah. Okay. Ask somebody that question every day. Mm-hmm. Ask, okay. somebody yeah. question ask somebody different that question. every day. Different?
2: I don't know if somebody different. It has to be a, a safe place for you. To it has
0: to be a safe, know, safe, people. Safe, place. Ask re- safe people. Ask safe people. But but if you can ask safe people that you you'll hear if you hear commonalities, yeah. that's something you need yeah, to pay attention not to. That's true. So yeah. that's true. We'll yeah, be that's right true. back. That's very true. That is true. true. Great leaders aren't born. They're made, and not just anywhere. They're made in special places by special, qualified trainers in places like the Academy of Creative Coaching. The Academy of Creative Coaching is an international certification program with courses in health and wellness coaching, spiritual coaching, relationship coaching, executive coaching, life coaching, and cultural competency coaching. Courses are online, hybrid, or face-to-face. The Academy of Creative Coaching is empowering coaches to empower the world. Make a positive change in yourself and the world. Go to Academy of Creative Coaching. I always have to be right.
2: That's my blind spot.
0: Are we back? Oh, we are back. <laughs> okay, so. That is not a blind spot because you know you know it. <laughs> no, no, I
2: didn't know it till recently. Oh, uh, okay, got I it. now that was know. That's a blind yeah, because, spot. Yeah, people kept telling me, kept telling me.
0: And I was like, Oh <laughs> right. <be> right. <laughs> and I always have to make my point. <laughs> make my point. <laughs> yeah. So even though I'm not right, I yeah. need to make my point. Yeah, I have
1: to make my <laughs> <Yeah>. point, point. <laughs> and, and I have and I'm to feel like with research and that, <laughs> you know right? Me. Yeah, I have to make my point, and I have to feel like you're even though you don't agree with it, yeah. that you still accept it. Yeah, like when you're like,
2: but I'm, I'm just realizing lately, like I can be a little bit. I don't much with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's All right. good. All right. We're a trip. So, so the balance challenge was to, to you know, yeah. to discover your blind spots. And, and just for those of you who are just joining us, um, the challenge is to ask somebody every day. Mm. You know, is there something about me? Here's, let me get the specific wording right here. Is there anything about me that I don't seem to be that I don't seem to see mm-hmm. but is obvious to you. I just I love that. to challenge that again. Do don't don't just ask
1: anybody. No. You got haters out there. Don't somebody ask anybody that. Right, and then next thing you know you want to finish it your
0: book. You really of course, you know, yeah. You have somebody you. who
1: knows you You wants, wants the, wants the best. best for you. Right, you love so,
0: so if you don't know seven people oh. that you can count on, yeah. you know.
2: Just ask the ones you know.
0: you know, But but I agree. You have to be careful about that. But I think it's also wise to pick people in different areas of your life. So That's maybe true. a childhood friend, true. Maybe yeah. a somebody parent who works closely with you, and maybe somebody
2: you just met, but have gotten good advice from. Like this person is a safe person. Right.
0: Safe is important. Yeah. Safe. We love your safe. child, you know, your child will perceive oh, things yeah. that you may not even realize. Oh, I you was know. yeah. in
1: with Nuri and I say, how am I doing as your mother? She oh, said, cool. you're doing great. You know. Know. She, she said, it. you know, keep doing that. She yeah. said she wants me to relax more. My, okay. my baby wants me to stop uh, working as much. I'm uh, yeah. saying, she puts I the phone listen, down mom. and she turns it off. My I'm too. like, well, yeah. then yeah. let me just, you know, turn it off.
0: Our kids are our kids are wise. They are wise. So that is your challenge for this week. So before a little while ago, I mentioned that I have a friend who he will actually be on the show next week and I'm probably going to ask him about this too Uh, but I have to ask us because we're here yeah Um, but I'm his crazy. question, um, his name is Johanse Sarrant, and mm-hmm. his question was Ooh, specifically. I like that. Look <laughs> out! <laughs> 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 he may be. <laughs> we can do a love connection here on the live exchange. I'm you listen Johanse. Uh, but Johanse asks women of color, "When did you first realize mm-hmm. other white girls could do things that you could not? Mm-hmm. What were you not? What were they allowed to do? Never. Or did you have a realization that you couldn't do it and made your it, it, that made your otherness more?" clear oh, to you. Yeah, okay. um, and so uh, he says, I remember many occasions being at the homes of my white friends and the boys would mm-hmm. do things like curse at their mothers, oh, occasionally yeah. at their fathers, but that was rare. Oh. Um, and I had yes. already experienced some things that told me I was black, black, um, you know, I could do, you know, th- that's not something I can, I can do. Now, that's yeah. his example. That may not, I don't want to make a generalization that yeah. that's what white kids white do with kids their parents. Too. Right, right. right. Um, but his point, if we look at the larger point, his point was, was there, were there things that you were, that you experienced that, that brought to your attention that I'm, the, I'm different. The, the, yeah.
1: Yeah. Now that you think about it in a larger sense, like, for example, I want okay, going back in high school, I really liked acting. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love theater, and my dad was like, uh, "No, you're going. You're going to school. In fact, you're going to go not only to college. You're going to, and because you are, you need these degrees because mm-hmm. you're African American. Mm-hmm. You need dot dot dot. So you guys need to do this. So mm-hmm. all of that, all of that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. you know. You're, oh yeah. There you go. All <laughs> of the um. And I remember having that conversation. He said, "You know, white kids can do that, mm-hmm. but you can't." Right. And so I guess, yeah, that came Did about. Did you understand all... what
0: he meant by that at the time? Um, Now I do. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Now? now I
1: understand. Like, I, I've been taught just through going through work and everything else that we have to work sometimes harder. And we have mm-hmm. to be more. Our dots have to be. I's mm-hmm. have to be dotted. And our T's have to be crossed even more so than our white counterparts. Mm-hmm. I've noticed that.
0: Right. Yeah. right. And
1: whether people want to acknowledge it or not, mm-hmm. it's a true fact. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll do a presentation and, oh my God, I will go all out for it and make sure it's just, just perfect. And mm-hmm. someone will come up behind me who's white and it's like a two page slide and they're mm-hmm. just talking.
0: And I'm like, what? There's mm-hmm. a research study done on exactly that. And that so that there's validation for exactly what you and just I, said. And what yeah. hit, the
1: po- hit, hit me was when I was in grad school. Mm-hmm my master's degree and I remember working so hard on a paper and a white friend of mine she worked hard too but I um, she got an A and her paper was not good I'm a writer I know what a good paper looks like Mm -hmm. so I went to my professor and I I challenged him on it and I said Mm -hmm. please explain to me why I got a B because I've reviewed and I told him straight up, I reviewed someone else's paper. And I'm like, he said, "Well, I just expected something different from you." So, mm-hmm. what's your rubric for me, sir? Because mm-hmm. see, that's what I want to know. And so, I've always been a challenger, so mm-hmm. I don't have problem challenging. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What's your rubric for me? If my ru- if the rubric's different for me."
0: I need to know. Then I need to know
1: what then that, is. Know what that yeah. is because mm-hmm. that's unfair, mm-hmm. and so that's when I started seeing differences too. When as I went up through academia, academia yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. it really. Sh- mm-hmm.
2: yeah. I dealt gender? with that same thing yeah. in graduate yeah. school. You know, we have yeah. the qualifying exams to kind of like yeah pass from masters to PhD, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to go through that. Not this one lady who stuck into me in every way and i challenged her like yeah and she was the reason i actually failed the first time so i wanted to know like why and i had already picked up her implicit biases before I mean yeah. this. so i knew when i found out she was on my committee i said oh this is gonna be a problem okay this is gonna be an issue and it was so i challenged i said well where did i go wrong here you know what the answer was oh bentley ginger you're superficial oh you're superficial what? I'm like, lady, wait, you just failed me on my qualifying exams. I'm going to need some more. You had mm-hmm. to give me more than that. Mm-hmm. I'm super special. Right. right. But it, it drove me in a way. Like, I could have given know. up then, but th- that goes back to the parents, you know, because yeah. my research shows that if we're giving our yeah. children these messages oh, you got to do better than white people, you have to do better uh-huh, than white uh-huh. people, uh-huh. then that can increase their negativity towards their own group because right. in that message mm-hmm. is you are not as good. Mm-hmm. So it's like you better push them mm. just to be great. And so I, I need to make sure everybody
0: understands what you just said. Yes. You know, so what you just said is basically that in our push to say you need to be more like white people, even if we don't use you those to do words better. specifically, yes. yeah. then we are inadvertently. Yes encouraging our children to look down on black people. Yes, my paper yes, just we are out in,
2: in plus one. Look at it. It's looking at yeah. parents' attitudes yeah. and what they say to their children and how this impacts how they see black people. And wow. if the parents are always yes. like, oh, you have to do better than white people. Yes. Oh, white people this, white people that. And if you don't do as well as them, that is telling them indirectly your group is
1: less than. That's right. And
2: so if you're giving those messages, mm-hmm. hey, you better be making sure that they know they're
1: great wow. and ready to fight the my fight. My parents said mm-hmm. the most damaging thing that black black people could have done what was to integrate mm, yes 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 my parents say that all the time they mm, said yes. what were we integrating to mm-hmm. why couldn't well, we stand alone and i have some that. research to do on that if we have time yeah so, so we're going to come back to that because
0: that. that's we can't just leave that point please we can't right. just leave that point so um but first we're going to get into love notes love notes with dr pamela Okay, so today's love note comes from Chris and Chris is asking, Dear Dr. Pamela, oh. I'm finding myself not like that. No. Uh, <laughs> I used to see the look on her not face. Dear Dr. Pamela, I am finding myself losing hope in this country, especially for the future of my children. I have two sons and a daughter, and I see so many threats to their lives as African-Americans. I can only do so much to protect them. I've been exploring leaving the country. Is there any way not to live in a state of panic and worry for my family every day? Signed, Chris.
2: I'm a turn to uh, the I'm psychologist in the Silla, Georgia. In the country somewhere. I mean, that is so crazy. I understand them, you yeah. know, because yes. it's just so you can't go to a music concert
0: or mm.
2: you know without it being. We're living in a crazy society. We
0: are. People dislike
2: each other. They can't come together for anything. But
0: when has the world not been like? It's this? always been
2: crazy.
1: You're right. It's always been. But crazy with social camp. media and the news and visibility, we feel has it, made it more it now worse because we see stuff so right much more now. Right, like right. we can see somebody getting killed. Right, You're like well, all the, the live. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and then what happens? We. we I'm sensitized to it Yes In true. some ways In
2: some ways But so, then the but fact then, That we can see it Makes us like Oh mm. there's a lot going on mm-hmm. Which maybe Will do some good Because we see it And it impacts us And maybe there'll be Some change because of that Versus in the past When all the crazy stuff Was going on It wasn't as close to home Because we didn't see it It wasn't the news Or live right. all the time But know?
0: from a psychological standpoint I would I would venture to guess That the anxiety level Of the country Has to have collectively Just gone it. up It has I'm scared even to go for a job Even
1: You know, even for our Mm -hmm. children who are not from here, like in the public school system, we're having groups for them Mm -hmm. because they're afraid they're going to get deported. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a real issue Mm -hmm. for our nation. Mm -hmm. You know, we are living in a time where Mm -hmm. people are more anxious. They're Mm -hmm. more fearful. They're on edge. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, your decision making isn't always good or isn't good at all. And although we're
2: all Americans, we have all these different groupings, groupings, groupings. Right. right? And the research shows if you don't have a common identity, like, okay, we're Americans or we're black people. This is our our group, then we're not going to come together, you know,
0: and that's, and well, gosh, and there's so many, there are so many groups. I mean, I I don't even see that happening. No, no, that's just, you know, I mean, I I don't even necessarily see that as completely healthy because I, I would hate for. African Americans to lose whatever kind of identity we've created you for ourselves. You wouldn't have to lose it. You can, like I
2: was saying, with mm-hmm. the assimilating, with that lady saying, you can assimilate mm-hmm. and still love your group. It's when you form such a love for the group that it leads to a hate for the, for the others. It doesn't Got have it. to get there. Got it. Right. Mm-hmm. it can be, you can have both. Like, hey, there's enough love for everybody. Here. Right, I can right, love right. my group a lot and hold on to my culture. Right. But then I can also love
0: other groups. Just like we do with gender. You know? yeah, so I love being I love a a a woman I love being a woman I love being a woman but I also you, love being black yeah, I love right. being a Christian yes. I love you know
1: so right. we can you're right yes. we can have and multiple you can identities in and out of those identities at every in a given moment and, and that it's that makes okay and right. that makes you flexible yeah but right.
2: it's when this competition or something right. comes in that makes you feel like oh I have to go against this group for whatever reason mm-hmm. stereotypes mm-hmm. competition whatever yeah, right. then we have a problem and that's what yeah. this country has been built on it's okay to appreciate your group but when you start disliking other groups or trying to make sure they don't have an precedent, and oppressing
1: them or make sure and talking bad about right. them. No, that's not that's or not even a good subtle place. things
2: like implicit biases more so affect nonverbal behavior right. a lot of times. So right. if you're just looking at people crazy because they're part of that group, uh-huh. then we have an issue going on versus being able to respect these differences. Let me tell you
1: something that happened to me yesterday in the yeah. grocery store. It's so crazy, and I'm rushing in because I'm always rushing, uh, which is what <laughs> Nuri says I should stop doing. Yes, yeah. doing right. So I'm rushing in the grocery store to go find something, and this this older white man in this wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So again, here's some, I, I, you know, we're living in a nation. I don't know what you're about to say. Yeah. So he rolls up to me. He's like, Go away. I, I, Y'all, I don't know what he was about to say, <laughs> but all I know is going to be on the news. He said, you're fine. <laughs> he said, you should be in a magazine. Uh-huh. But it was the way he did it. And uh-huh. I was, you know, I immediately yes. felt myself go on edge a little bit because I didn't know what was going to come behind because of your stereotype because of my stereotype because of what we're going through in this country I don't know where people are right now so yeah sometimes I think about it myself like should I move to a little small little town where everybody knows your name Mm -hmm. and it's all happy and Mm -hmm. you can protect and insulate Mm -hmm. yourself from Mm -hmm. it but then, is that normal?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it, 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 normal or healthy? I mean, normal. What is it? Right, normal is, that, is different. But, you can't. But what I say is
1: that you can't always run from everything because mm-hmm, it yeah. can be. You can be running walk from something, into it and realize walk you were into wrong it and handle it. Yeah, yeah. right. And you, you can't go yeah. around the situation. I mean, and the run. people
0: who were in, you know in in church in um, Charlotte. Yeah. What was it? Uh, I can't think of the name of the city, but oh, in Charleston, In Charleston, in Charleston. I, they're in church. Mm-hmm. And you that's know? supposed
1: to be a safe place. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it is supposed to be. But now when I'm in church, because of that situation, I'm sitting in a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't
2: really care no mind. I know it's look the media is gonna hype it up. They're I know, play it, play it, play it, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, it's called the recency effect. I know, in the mind, you know, I know. What's it I called? Tried recency effect. Okay. So whatever mm-hmm. you heard most recently or saw mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm.
1: news, you know, or if you have to memorize It'll a list, your decisions. Right, the right last
2: now. thing you heard on that list will be right in well, the front right of your mind. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're hearing stuff all over and over again, well, then, I'm just
1: being honest. You know, I am sitting differently in my church. You know, I just sit a little different. Yes. And uh, maybe I can work on that, but that's well, why. Well, um,
0: and I don't think we've helped Chris. So if we. Chris? Sorry. <laughs> Chris, hey, look.
2: It's rough out here, okay, Chris? It's hard decisions, Chris. You might want to go to Silla, Georgia, okay? I
0: don't Get away know. from the bed. We'll be right back. Look up. Out- <laughs> All right, good morning and welcome, not good morning, it's good afternoon now. Welcome to the second hour of the Live Exchange, where we exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect every Thursday from 11 to 1. Mm. I'm Dr. Pamela, and today we are talking about implicit bias and benevolent sexism. Today I'm joined by two passionate psychologists who share an interest in the concept of implicit bias Mm. in both children and adults. We have Dr. Bentley Gibson, also known as the bias adjuster, and Dr. Jillian Watley. Founder of Lissy's Voice. So... Continuing with this conversation, Um, we have to help Chris. Okay. We got to help Chris. So, Chris, for those of you who are just joining us, Chris was saying that he's finding himself losing hope in the country, Mm -hmm. especially for the future of his children. He has two sons and a daughter, um, and he sees so many threats to their lives as African Americans. And you can only imagine Mm -hmm. the set of, you know, um, fearful, you know, fear of threats that could happen based on being a black male or based on being, you know, a black woman. Um, He's been exploring leaving the country. Is there any way? to not live in a state of panic You know, and
2: really, you know, joking aside, you know, this stuff you see on the news mm-hmm. can really impact you. But going back to the last point I make, mm-hmm. you kind of got to realize mm-hmm. that, you know, the media, they have a job to do. And yeah. it's to give you things that are insight you. Mm-hmm. And these stories, they keep They're playing them over mm-hmm. and over again, yes. right? So, you know, people, as I go back to what I said before, they want people generally want to be good people, mm-hmm. okay? Most people yeah. want to be good people, right? okay? Right. So don't get caught up in the news all the time, yeah. you know, and realize right. that... You know, get out of your comfort zone, get to know people who you think would stereotypically do something. Stop with somebody you think is about to do something wrong because of your stereotypes based off of the news or whatever. And walk into it and realize, up, I was wrong,
0: you know? So, what's the difference between instinct for survival versus biases that are irrational right they uh,
1: yeah well, they, they go together let me you tell you I read a book
0: called the gift of fear mm-hmm. by gavin right. De becker and mm-hmm. he's an
1: fbi agent and, and you now fear can fear can propel you to do things mm-hmm. that are great but it can also paralyze you mm-hmm. and that's where you don't want to get into the paralyzing piece exactly. of you know you're you're moving you're running from you know we are I'm going to the Bible. In this life yes. there will be troubles. Like, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. There's going to be troubles every day. And so you have to use your gift of fear to discern things about people and situations. Yeah. Now, sometimes things will just happen. Yeah. Because that's God's providence. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. his hand. That's his will. And mm-hmm. sometimes his will is not what you think it might be. Mhm. She's preaching, y'all. Yes, she is. Because, you know, I mean, it's just not. It's, it's, it's not. You know, we think, oh, his will is mean, living yeah, in a mansion, yeah. walking down the street, and yeah. I'm looking cute. Well, no, his will might have been for you to get a divorce. Oh, okay, his will might be for this person to have died. Yeah. That is his will. We don't but understand even it. If you so th- But in that, yeah. you've got to... Still, maintain some sort of sanity. Yeah, because if you constantly run okay. from all the things that are going on in the world and everything, let's be clear,
0: mm-hmm. does
1: not hit the news. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh no, it mm-hmm. doesn't. But oh, no. some
1: people don't believe. It. Don't some let there be don't believe a natural believe it. disaster in, in right. African mm-hmm. countries. I mean, even in Atlanta, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> everything is not at the news, so if people really know what's going on. You be running around looking like a fool. Yeah? Right? You cannot live like that. That's yeah. not safe and healthy. Even if and you think healthy. about
2: what is fear. Okay, babies are born when babies yeah. come out the womb. You make a loud noise, they, they jump. Fear jump. Right. is about survival. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, Absolutely. so now what we've done is we've created social fears. Mm. You know, people will be afraid to even talk to somebody, mm. look them in the eye, heart right. racing, just like somebody has a gun to their head. Yeah. You know, right. and so we have to get over that. And yeah. that's what really makes these biases bad because we're uncomfortable with one another. Mm. Right. So we get around each other and a hard start reason we don't know what to do
1: and we don't want to deal with each other so you got to increase your exposure to people that are not like you Mm -hmm. you know reach out the most beautiful thing is my daughter's school they have all these different cultures there Mm -hmm. but the the most beautiful thing is seeing a white child go up to one of the teachers there with the hijab on Mm -hmm. and hug Mm -hmm. we need to see that more often because even though you're different Mm -hmm. I still can love you you don't represent fear you don't represent or someone that's going to attack me.
0: Mm-hmm. You're a human vessel. Well, mm-hmm. think about the subtle seeds that are being planted when you see things like that. You yeah. know, and and I, you know, just my neighborhood is extremely diverse as yeah. well. I yeah. mean, I'm telling you, all over the world is represented yes. in my neighborhood. And there were th- three little kids outside playing. I think one of mm-hmm. the the little um, kids was um, rooted in Ethiopia, another in uh, Japan, another yeah. white kid. I, I don't know, but w- I heard one of them say. <laughs> I wish I was Arab like you and I was like oh my god Aww. you know And so my daughter
2: comes home and she literally I don't know she can wrap the hijab she'll take a towel and she'll wrap it around Love because it. her teachers have it okay. yeah. and she
0: does it so she perfectly yeah. Miss Sue has it and that's the thing Ms. Sue yeah. see and, and mm-hmm. we I just think it's beautiful when we can learn from each other and see the beauty in each yes. other's yeah. cultures uh-huh. as opposed to fear. the fearful fear. side I'm afraid, afraid yeah because we find fear all day long yeah. fear will find us yes. but yeah. fear is just like it could
2: be just fear could be Oh, they're gonna shoot me or fear just I'm uncomfortable. There's a spectrum here. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah.
0: Okay, so we're we're gonna come back. Um stay with us. cheese. <laughs> Primary really gas exactly prices. Michael trending topics. All right, so trending this week, um, we talked about Las Vegas. Yeah. I can talk about that all day long. That's kind of, yeah, kind of grew up there. Kind of, kind of. It was like three and a half hours from where oh, I live, and so goodness. a lot of family friends there. We used to go there all the time. My parents used to drive us there. We'd sit in the car while they gamble, oh, <laughs> all that stuff. So that's like home oh, first, <laughs> second home. Uh, parents had their honeymoon there. They yeah. go through there three times a year. So shout out to my mom. I know she's listening. Okay, so Trending, um, it's been reported that the Russian government used Facebook and Twitter accounts mm. to instigate, to instigate, I thought I read investigate, instigate. to mm. instigate, instigate racial tensions during the 2016 presidential election. Mm. Oh. They opened several hundred accounts that use propaganda attempting to use political discord. That, that doesn't surprise. There was a lot of stuff being pushed out yeah. that wasn't true. Yeah. Um, that's where the whole fake news thing, but I think, yeah, started. Yeah. You know, the whole
2: word instigate. The Russians can't instigate racial tension over here. You're been right. Instigate. It's been here. You can't instigate <laughs> something that's <laughs> <been laughs> <is> not already. right. <laughs> it's here. Right. here. Now, yeah. they may try to use it for whatever reason. Right. But, yeah. but yeah. The right. Russians can't instigate racial tension. No, they can't. You're right. Tension. You're
0: right. It was already here. Yeah. It was here. <laughs> it was here. Yes. Just the and pot. we need Let's to
2: acknowledge that
1: it yeah. we need to acknowledge it. Yeah, and yeah. if they That's did the instigate it, maybe
2: something good came out of it because everybody, maybe the, yeah. the Black Lives Matter came right. out of right. it. Yeah.
0: So very uh, conscious. Uh,
2: thank you, Russia, if you did because it <laughs> brought people together.
0: Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. So um next, Playboy magazine founder and editor in chief, Hugh Hefner died on last Wednesday of natural causes he was 91 my somebody goodness somebody call me a
2: commie for saying that I'm, <laughs> I'm joking.
0: <laughs> 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 but i get the context yeah, they have yes. to listen to the context yes. but you know yeah. how people exactly. like to take things people out of context yeah. well um, so <laughs> amen <laughs> so um yes yeah, so Hugh Hafner <laughs> yeah he's he's gone um, um Sorry. Two, <laughs> I'm not. I'm two, not really. <laughs> okay. Two high school football players in Crosby, Texas, mm-hmm. were kicked off of their football team on Friday night after they demonstrated during the national anthem mm-hmm. um, to protest racial inequality. Wow. So Cedric Ingram Lewis, who's 16, raised a fist in the air mm-hmm. while the anthem played, and the other, Larry McCullough, um, who's 18, got down on one knee. The coach on the team deemed the protest disrespectful to people who served. Um, and the military. Mm. That argument doesn't work. That argument can't work. Like, I get it. Like, people are so offended of by it. it. Yeah. So but it. Yeah. the military piece, like, the military, so many have come out and <laughs> said, yeah. look, this is.
2: Next time somebody says something right. about the military to me, I'm going to ask them, right? When's the last time you helped a vet? Okay. Right. They're so concerned um, about the military. A lot of them on the street. Okay. When when on the last time you stopped? They, right. they can't when, get medication right. right. Okay. Everybody's talking about this. And in terms of, you know, I had a student come to me this week, actually, mm-hmm. young girl, Indian girl, and she's. She just wants to understand it. Mm-hmm. She, so she thought but, I was a good person to come to. So she said, Dr. to why are they protesting against the national anthem? Mm-hmm. You know? And then I was told a little bit. It's fair to it's ask. Fair so to I, ask. I, the, what I gave her is that it's bigger than the national anthem, you know? It is. But even if you listen to the last part of the national anthem, it says, land of the free. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay? So to understand, you know, not really wanting to respect that when there are people being killed and not being treated as free still. Right. Right. right, you know, we went over the statistics. Right, and she got it, you know. See, yeah, and the, the
0: purpose of the protest is for people to ask questions. Yeah. What, what's going on? What's going on? Why right. are you We're right. bringing attention exactly. to an issue. To so, an issue. So that's so she did exactly what the movement is meant to do. Yeah, I'm glad she ask asked you. Ask yeah, questions. That's so true. Right. Well, I'm glad she asked. asked. that.
2: Right. If this wasn't happening. Right. You know. So, and then we had that. Con- it was a great conversation. I wish
0: I had it on tape. Well, and wow. this is, it's interesting how how oppression works because there are so many people who are. saying Saying, well, you know, it's fine if they want to protest, but they just need to find another way to do it. They need to find a better way to do this it. This so, is the best way. So, now, so yeah. now we're going to dictate well, how an oppressed group of people, people should should they protest. Say, should right. we write letters? Uh, been there, done that? Should we have letters. community forums? Been there, are done, done, should we march? People are talking this is about
1: working it. and it's talking. People have marched. They've done everything. Yeah, and, and so what right well, now? let we do this right. To do now. Right. But again, you're trying to dictate how i and should use my voice right. and, and then support and
2: these right. happen to be people who have some influence some power they're yeah. famous
0: and that's the other argument well he makes a lot of money you know they not, they don't have issues why nothing they promote it it is money it's
2: the fact that they are out there if right. i did who who knows me but my facebook followers right? no, <laughs> I just, I there, you know what i'm saying i'm trying to get there you know
1: after this show i don't know this might take ya girl i'm trying to get i'll be out ready. there bending and the knee with you take it No.
2: And follows, but uh, they already
1: have that platform. Right. They have okay. a platform, and we have to be cognizant of when God elevates us yes. to a right. certain position. It's right. your duty and responsibility to take right. a stand on social that's issues. Why you get exactly. So that's what, exactly. right. but you
2: may not because that money you know mm-hmm. may go. And that's what's so great about that young man, Colin, is yeah. that he said, Look, I got all the money I need. I love yeah, him, he I he don't does. need anything mm-hmm. else. Let me do something else that That's means gonna something. Mean That's going to What's your legacy? Yeah. You're
0: you afraid to l- lose the money.
2: Right. You'll just sit down and be quiet. Be yeah. quiet. Yeah. Right. So, I'm a, you know
0: man so so what do you th- so should a high school have the right no. to no no that's their, right. that's their right right and and there's a there is a um uh wow. there was a court case and um that basically and this was more about the Jehovah's witness when they mm-hmm. were forced to stand for the uh, pledge of allegiance mm-hmm. in the 20s and there was a court case and they won and oh, and yes. it, what it said is that schools in particular, so to me, this is a violation of that. Schools right. in particular cannot force cannot. kids to. No, it's a stand separation of president. church and state. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So now that. they may not say that it, it wasn't religious reasons, but mm-hmm. it does not stipulate in that well, particular well, maybe amendment. We
2: need to make a new religion, okay? well, because in, right. in
0: that amendment, right, right, okay, the, the, and then you just say, <laughs> <this, yeah>, whatever. <laughs> but but in that in that stipulation, it doesn't say that it has to be a religious reason it just says that we do not have the right as educators to force students to stand Mm -hmm. and do the to do any patriotic ceremony you know now i don't know rtc may be different yeah but what but from the standpoint of doing the pledge allegiance and you know what i was all of those things you know
2: it looks as an outsider i just sometimes i try to put myself in somebody from not from this country and it looks real bad you Mm -hmm. know like you americans you guys can't even get it together you know you can't get the people we need to Figure this out. So if I, I saw this
0: happening in another country, I yeah. would say, "What the heck what are you guys doing to your people? Yeah. So that you have to? That they but don't even want to?" S- I wanted
2: to take over that country as well, like divide it. You know, I see be the glad. weakness. See, their you see the weakness. This mm-hmm. is our weakness. Yes. and until and we we're get we're it together, it. We're, it's only a matter.
0: So it's time. For, it's time to listen. Yeah. It's time to say, "Okay, what what needs to happen?" And let's move forward with that. Yes. I didn't even get through all the I, news briefs again. I, I
1: hope we again. can, though. I, I, I know. Really, my, well, my, I, I'm not losing... I don't want to lose hope. Well, we're going to break, ladies. We're going to break, so... Yeah. I
0: hope we can. <laughs> we'll be right back. In the interest of Science. 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 All right, so... This um, science is brought to you um, by Peasy Heads Lemon Butter Cream. Yay! Yes, Woo! let Peasy Heads Woo! bring out the natural you. Hey, Daisy. Hey, Daisy. <laughs> as well as BBLA. Yes, she's been in all of our heads. Um, yes. She'll <laughs> because I got
1: a little sewing right now. But you know, I switched up. <laughs> you know, up she'll every get you out. for that. She, she will, but she, she's she, liked it. She's got all
0: natural hair. No, she did. She, hair. she just tells me that she loves you. Uh, <laughs> Easyheads.com. <switched> <laughs> 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 all right, and also brought to you by BBLA Cosmetics, Breathe Beauty LA, the cosmetic company that's responsible for the look on my face. Today. Oh, you like, I like it. it. I you, love thank it, yeah. ma'am. Thank you. Yeah, they've been awesome. They've been hooking me up. Okay, so today's or this hour's, um research is looking at imposter syndrome. Um, This is an article written in, um, it was published in the Harvest Business Review by Gil Corkendale. Mm -hmm. And just to give you an idea of what imposter syndrome is, and uh, and, and I don't know if this falls into bias, but for me, I hear uh, people who, they don't even realize that they're operating under imposter Mm -hmm. syndrome, and they are just, and I'm like, what are you talking about? You're amazing. You're great. You know your stuff. Yeah. So what imposter syndrome is, it's also known as imposter phenomenon Mm -hmm. or fraud syndrome um or the imposter experience. So it's a concept describing individuals who are marked by an inability to internalize their accomplishments and a persistent fear of being exposed as a fraud. So they're successful as all get out. And they and they they're brilliant people, love them, but when but they're they doubt themselves. Like, am I really? No, I just got lucky. Mm. Or, no. You're not really an expert? Right. I'm mm. not really an expert in this, but, right. you know, I'll go ahead and do the talk. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they yeah, do the right. talk. They fake it well. They put, yeah. it, you know, they, they're not even faking it. But they're it. not, they're not doing it, their They're faking it, yeah. And right. they think they're faking it. But they're still mm-hmm. underestimating themselves. They're that reminds me of themselves. stereotype
2: threat. Mm-hmm. You know? Speak on that. It sure yeah. does because, you know, stereotype threat is like if the stereotype about your group is bad, okay, black people are not that smart. Okay, that's a stereotype, right? And then you have to go as a black person. And show that you are smart. You do know your stuff. You are an expert. Right. But you know others are looking at you like, yeah, you probably don't know anything. Definitely. You know, mm-hmm. for whatever mm-hmm. it could be your age, and your you whatever. You internalize wanted. that, then you get nervous, right? And your performance may drop. drop.
0: So, right. it's about what the people on the, what you think they're thinking of you. Exactly. And, and it may not
2: even be what you think about yourself. You may really think, I know this stuff. Yeah. But yeah. they're looking at me like I don't. Mm-hmm. This happens sometimes with my students. Sometimes I got to give myself a pep talk. <laughs> I don't have to do this much anymore. But when yeah. I first started, you know, some right. of my students are my age, you know. Exactly. And then I'm black. And then I'm a woman. So right, I have three right. whammies against me. And right. I want them to, you know, respect me as their professor who knows something. Right. And they're looking at me. Some of them I can tell looking at me like in oh, their phones and stuff. which yes. teaching? all the time but you yeah. can tell that you know you don't know anything and that could impact a person right. you know? yeah. Absolutely. Like, it doesn't like, impact me though okay?
1: yeah, I don't right because even as a psychologist when I started I was young up. and you know African American they're not a lot you know we are a minority in this yeah. school, <laughs> the world yeah. of psychology uh-huh. and you know just talking to parents who are of another yeah. group Mm-hmm. Um, and you're trying to tell them that their child is autistic mm-hmm. and you can tell they're looking at you like, well, what, what do, do you, you know? What do you know? Right. right. You know, uh, or something like yes. that. You know, so you have to, for example, I have an intern from Georgia state. It's so crazy. We're talking about this mm-hmm. and she's small in frame mm-hmm. and people look at her as though she's a child. Mm-hmm. So, um, some of us have talked to her about dressing a little different mm-hmm. so that she can Command that respect in the room. Mm-hmm. Now, for somebody else, they could wear certain things. Mm-hmm. But for her, Ugh. because she's small and stuff, that statues. happens to me. It's like, I not know, gender. Me. And it, it's, I, I get know it. But it's me. the reality.
2: It's like if I come to work in this, they're like, you know. Uh, I know. But I'm
0: not about to wear this suit it. every, every day. day. But I do it. Yeah. I do it anyway. And I, I know. I don't it's, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I don't
2: because it's like, look, this is the size I am. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm not about to go to Kohl's every day or Macy's and buy a whole bunch of new clothes so that I can fit your stereo. Your stereo. Type. I am right. a
0: rebel when it comes to that. Yeah, so exactly. I, I get it. I get because I, you know, a little bit. And I'm like, if gonna it's it gonna take, time. if it's if it's gonna take me longer to get their respect, whatever, right. I'm gonna be me regardless, right? And right. I'm not saying it's wrong right. to be the right. other right. way, right. right? I happen to know, I'm a and it depends rebel.
2: on the situation. Like if you're going to a job interview, yes. you need their respect, true, right? You know? But you know, it's you like, and I guess for this
1: situation, it's a little different because you're working in a system of P12, and P12 is different from higher. Yeah, and when you sit across the desk from a Yes, parents,
2: yes. It's yes, different. It
1: because they will diminish your credibility. It it's true. So, so for example, we all have children. If it's you're across your, you know, you got half your hair shaved off and the other half off, you know what you know, you're gonna think twice about yeah. some stuff, yeah. you know, when it comes down to educating now, you shouldn't.
2: Yeah. But and you know happens. what? That's why we're dying.
1: I because it's being it. to
2: stress. Oh, yeah. is, this is tiring. It's, it's is a cold switching thing. A lot of cold switching. And you have to do it to be successful, and that is stressful. Mm-hmm. It leads to blood pressure issues. All it that. does, but
1: you cannot lose yourself in the process. Yes. So for mm-hmm. me, I think I dress a little different. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not that. I do pop, color, mm-hmm. I pop a color, and I'm pop a color. You know, and I, you know, I'm okay and comfortable in who I am. So mm-hmm. I always try to make sure that interns know: don't lose yourself in the process. Yes, you right. still show who you are. Yeah. You know, but being in P12, we have to be cognizant the that other. the client yes, is absolutely. the parents, yes. and the child, right? Yes. And, you and you so that's You, and have, you, to play play and you have, have to play the game. And you got to play the
0: game. Yeah. Game gets It gets to some extent. You know, just tell me. Yeah, I play it. But you know, sometimes I'm not. But I'm not going to say that I haven't had. Consequences as a result of refusing to play the yeah, game. Oh, there, big time. there are definitely there yeah. are. So,
2: I've had few consequences from. It, I tell but, you the truth, but well, I feel but people I'm, respect you, that's like especially the thing. my students. Yeah, when you drop the BS. Yeah. And, you and you just are who you are. You are, you
1: are who you You're are. You're gonna
2: get one or two or three. You know that, yeah. regardless. Okay, but you right. can't change them all. Right. right. But when they see me drop it, they re- they they um, relate to me a little yeah. bit right. more. Absolutely, and, they're like, and all that's what i found. As I'm
0: willing to sacrifice the the consequence here and there for that. Uh, the, the, the ability to be authentic exactly and to connect right. with the exactly. right people. But to get the result, job right. Well to get the I job. Mean, you, is, gotta you, gotta you gotta do what
1: you gotta do. And uh, you sometimes you gotta know your audience too. You do have you to know, know your audience. Your, your and audience, in the same vein,
0: if I have to go to an extreme and I'm not saying then you're suggesting an extreme. Oh no. But I'm if not, I have to go oh, to no. an extreme to put on this, you know, in order to get this job. For right. me it's not worth. The I'm job. not going to do it no. now. That doesn't mean it's not related to somebody else's purpose. Yes. It may be somebody's purpose mm-hmm. to go incognito, mm-hmm. fake the funk, get yes. the job, and yes. do the work on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I get it. it drove me
2: crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was doing it in grad school, I'd have to come home and go to sleep because it's really? tiring. it is cold exhausting all of the time.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. Well, we're going to go to another break. We see, oh, we're uh, we break. We didn't finish imposter syndrome, but that's okay. We're going to come back and we're going to talk maybe a little bit about imposter syndrome, but definitely about benevolent benevolent. Sexism. We'll be right, right back. I love it. All right, welcome back to the live exchange. Amazing, amazing discussion. So we've got um, some feedback on our Facebook page. We've Yay. got Logan Blaze. He was giving a shout out to Jillian. Hey, Say, Logan. I see you, Jillian. <laughs> Country, hold it down. Brooklyn Smith is saying this is a great show. Benita Rainey mm. has made two comments. She said, "Hey, Dr. Pam. Hey, Benita." Um, and she's saying she's commenting about uh, imposter syndrome. She's mm-hmm, saying, "Okay, I may mm-hmm. not be successful as I'll get out. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are, but you I are. definitely can't see what others see in me, uh, and that's common. That's yeah. that's what imposter syndrome is. Yeah, you know,
2: I don't have it.
0: I, I don't. I, <laughs> I'm trying to think if I'm I think. <laughs> did. I know. And I think you know. And I think the common thread is, yeah. is our parents blew up yeah. our heads.
1: So our parents must." I, have they blew it, our heads up. them it. heads up, they girl. Did. And I know, I know
0: mine it. did. And I don't I regret it. it. I, I thank God for yeah. it. But they did. They pumped me up. Like, they went to the point where <laughs> other family members were like, if you don't stop talking yeah, about yeah. Pam. I'm sick of hearing about yeah, yeah, Pam. Yeah. All the time, yes. Pam. You know. And I see myself doing the same thing. <laughs> every day feeling like,
2: man, I, I got so something.
0: Yeah. yeah. I got Real.
2: something
1: to
0: say. I have something. Yeah. And I'm meaningful. about to change the world. Yes. It's I feel like that every day. Yeah. I so I, I, yes. Yeah. So I, I, feel the same way. And I think that, it has I to think be our that we foundation have a
1: show about our parents. Yeah. yeah. And we need to bring them on. Too. And we need to but bring I think them that on. That
0: foundation was yeah. really, um, made a difference. So, yeah. um, but I have a That's really like, good friend who I think she's absolutely brilliant. She's an expert. She should be on this show today. Um, this right. is her area uh-huh. as well. And, and she's definitely, and she admits it, you know, this she's got this imposter syndrome and I don't think she knew it mm-hmm. for a while wow. until, you know, I, I know I pointed it out, I don't know if other people pointed it out in her yeah. life, but like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is your no thing, girl. Right. Yeah. Right. It's just, you know, and so there's, there's gotta be, you and know, I wonder like why, how do,
1: how do people, you know, break out of that? You know cuz that's that's a definite yeah, psychological thing you know I have some answers for that. Get, let's <laughs> break um, it. So
0: what you can do to mitigate the negative effects of imposter syndrome. First of all, it sounds like here's what it sounds like. I must not fail. There's a lot of pressure to, to not fail. And that's why I was
1: thinking about that perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
0: perfectionism. I feel like a fake. It's uh, all down to luck and success is no big deal. Like, uh, you know, because I'm not going to get there anyway. I'm just going to downplay what it means. So here's what you can do to, to, to mitigate. Um, mm-hmm. recognize imposter feelings when they emerge. So uh, awareness is first step. So, you know, think about it now that you all know what it is. Everybody who's listening, you all know what it is. So mm-hmm. now you're responsible mm-hmm. for recognizing when those feelings emerge. Rewrite your mental program. So instead of telling yourself that, that they're going to find you out or you mm-hmm. don't deserve success, remind yourself that it's normal not to know everything and that you'll learn as you progress. That's what everybody does. Um, Number three, talk about your feelings. There may be others who feel like imposters too. It's better to have an open dialogue than to harbor negative thoughts alone. Again, as um, Dr. Bentley has said before, Find people you trust. Yes. Don't just be talking to your haters. Yes. Safe people. Safe people. Because your haters will love Dr. that Doctor Henry Cloud and Doctor John Townsend yeah, have a great book about safe people. Safe people. I read it. Yeah, so I'm gonna reread it. Don't go take that to your haters. They will love it too much. Yeah. They're like, um, girl, are you
1: sure? Uh-uh, you don't need to do that. Nah, mm-hmm.
0: girl. just don't do the <laughs> experience. Consider the context. Most people will have the experience. Will will have experience most moments or occasions where they don't feel 100% confident. We all mm-hmm. experience that at times. There may be times when you feel. Out of your depth and self-doubt can be a normal reaction if yeah. you catch yourself thinking that you're useless mm-hmm. reframe it the fact that i feel useless right now does not mean that i really am yeah mm-hmm. so you you got to talk yourself out of that mindset. i'd like to add
2: one thing there's yeah. a theory psychologists talk about called locus of control oh, yeah. yes. and what that yeah. just yeah. means is that you know and people who have a better locus of control are happier they're yeah. more confident mm-hmm. higher self-esteem and that just mm-hmm. means feeling like I'm in control of this versus, oh, it's just luck. Right. You know, right. Are just these are very true ju- people who are with the, the with oh, it's, it's just luck. They're more pessimistic, the yes. research yes. shows, yes. versus yes. people who are like, oh, no, I, I'm in control of this. This is, I can do I this. I did the work. I did the to work. To where, I can do this. Yes. Right. They're Absolutely. Happy right. That's good. You know?
0: That's good. Um, reframe failure as a learning opportunity. That's pretty self explanatory mm-hmm. Be kind to yourself. Um, seek support and, and visualize your success. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I want to move on to benevolent sexism. Yes. <laughs> yes. Before we lose it. We can't lose it. We talked about a lot. Because people don't know
2: what that is. Yes, you know. tell us what it is. Go so ahead. So, I, I just want to open it. I, here, I did, honey, because it's an it. old concept. And, and they did a study back in this. And this is Peter Gliss and Susan Fist's work on ambivalent mm-hmm. sexism. And it just says here... This is actually in The Psychology of the Prejudice and Discrimination by Whitley and Kite. Okay, okay, I use this as my text. And it says, uh-huh. so hostile sexism views women and men as opponents mm-hmm. in a so-called battle of the sexes, in which women try to control men through marriage, sexual wiles, and demands for attention, material goods. So this is like mm-hmm. really nasty sexism. You, know, you need attention. Yeah. You guys are trying to be, you know, feminist. Mm-hmm. And it's really a battle of the sexes. Versus benevolent. It's coming from a more positive place. Benevolent sexism, in contrast, views women as pure creatures who ought to be protected supported and adored who nurture their children through childhood and their men through adversity and who represent all that is good and pure in humanity that's a big burden yeah, that's it okay? like responsibility. it's a huge responsibility We're like right. Goddesses. right and so yeah. however but even though it sounds nice uh-huh. it consigns women to traditional gender roles portrays them as weak Best suited for the homemaker role and fit for a few low-status occupational roles. And when women don't fit that traditional role, which most black women don't, okay, most most women in in general, then they're disliked. Mm -hmm. So now, even though, you're and then so now men can hold, they can hold, and people can hold both. You can have these benevolent views, like, oh, you're pure, you're 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 uh, nurturing, and then these hostile ones at the same time. Interesting.
0: And I've actually met a lot of women who hold the pure. Yes. View um, yes. of other one like this is how we're supposed to be, yes. and this is yes. you know oh no you're falling below the standard. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes, so yes, yes. so now that you got the basic of what it is, we're gonna delve into it when we come back Amazing. on the live exchange. Cube. Yes, people have never heard of it. Keeping your balance with Doctor Pamela. Doctor Pamela. Doctor Pamela. All right. <laughs> These ladies. All right, the balance challenge. So, this week's balance challenge is brought to you once again by um, BBLA Cosmetics. Um, they are the people who have been working with my face. It's been it's a beautiful. wonderful thing. Her I've been having a great time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then Heavenly Hearts Care. And Heavenly Hearts Care is they, they provide in-home services um, mm. for people who need assistance. So um, so definitely reach out to them. That's Heavenly Hearts Assistance, actually. HeavenlyHeartsAssistance.com. Um, okay. So this week's balance challenge, look for your blind spots. Mm. So for a week. This week I want you to ask for blind spot feedback from one person a day. Mm-hmm. Be very particular about who you select. But don't just pick people who are gonna just say, Girl, you ain't got no blind spots, you're good. Mm-hmm. No, no, Girl, no. You're awesome. You need truth tellers. Yes. Truth tellers. That's <laughs> <Nobody's> perfect. <laughs> right. So ask for blind spot feedback from one person a day, never asking the same person twice. Okay. And just say, Is there anything about me that I don't seem to see but that's obvious to you? Okay. Ooh, that could be scary. Okay. I'm ready. I'm going to do it today. <laughs> I am, too. I would love to. And, and, hey, you go back into the Facebook gr- you know, and tell us what, how it went. Because I, I, I want to see, you okay. know, I want some dialogue. Those of you who are following us on Facebook Live, go to the Facebook Live and comment on how your experience has been going for the week with... The balance challenge because no, that we, we want challenge. to see people grow. We want mm-hmm. to see people grow. Yeah. Um, don't be mad at nobody
2: now when they tell you. Yeah, the yeah. Now, don't be mad. <laughs> just,
0: just you know, just process just it. Take it. it and, mm-hmm. Yeah, Access it. Yeah. So assess it. Okay. So. Benevolent sexism. So what um, Dr. Bentley Gibson has, um, you know, she kind of summarized that there's kind Mm -hmm. of an overarching theory Mm -hmm. um, called ambivalent sexism. And under ambivalent sexism are two types. There's hostile sexism and benevolent sexism. Mm -hmm. So you gave an example to to Mm kind of describe what Mm -hmm. benevolent sexism could look Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. in the store carrying water. Can you tell that? Oh, yeah.
2: So I go to the store and I have my five-gallon jug of water that I fill up. I'm I'm little, but... I'm Napoleon's complex. I'm pretty strong. Okay, <laughs> I'm five pricey. foot one, but I'm I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty strong, uh-huh. so I can carry this thing no problem, and I'm proud that I can do it. And I actually get a little workout from it. Yes. So every time I go do this, though, there's never never failure. A man that says, so, "Do you need me to help you with that? Do you need me to help you get that outside?" And that's fine. You know, I I appreciate the gesture, yes. but it's when I say no, I have this. Then they look at me like, "Well, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy?" Mm-hmm. You know, like. But I'm like, no, I have this, and and that's okay. The right. no, offer is okay. Okay. But when I don't fit that non-traditional, that traditional actually role of a weak woman, a not strong woman who can't lift things, mm-hmm. yeah, that can make people upset. So from Amazing. what I'm gathering is yes. that,
0: you know, it's cool to offer, but if the, respo- if, if the response isn't what you expect it to be. Right. and the, the, Based
2: off of the stereotype. Right. Based
0: mm-hmm. on the stereotype, you are, you know, young, feeble, weak woman. Yeah. Well, you know, or I just want to be a gentleman. Okay. Whatever it is. It could be just. But
2: that's what benevolent sexism is. That being a gentleman. Mm-hmm. can be coming from a benevolently sexist place, and they're
0: unconscious that so they don't. So there's where the bias comes in. Yes, there's the So that's going to spark up quite a bit of conversation yeah. because oh, yeah, just the concept of oh, being that. a gentleman alone. I like gentlemen. I do too. I like a gentleman in my life. I do like so, too. So, so, but my question is: Is it more about how they respond to the decline of their offer? It's how
2: you decline to respond. And mm-hmm. then I want to compare this to race because this can okay. be very easily done. Okay. Why do you like gentlemen? What is a gentleman? Where did you learn? what? What a gentleman was. Mm-hmm. My dad. Okay. And then so then you have to lead to what the a gentleman takes care of the woman, opens mm-hmm. the doors yes. for her, pays for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. These go back to the stereotype of the woman not being able to do these things for herself. She can't. Mm-hmm. She's weak. She needs to stay at home and take care of children. So we like that because that's what we've been told. So that's that battle that we have to play as women inside of us, especially working women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, working you women. Know? That's like, why it like comes I'm, I'm working. I have a pattern. I want. I can make my own money, but then I'd like a gentleman.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. how I mean, it, goes. It, go it, it goes back and forth. And it I it feel does. that way, too. I feel it. It's
2: like, rough. Huh. rough especially I today I know it's now no, take, it I take it to race Take it. okay let me take, take if you it way. this way go now ahead, go we go take it to race right go ahead. okay so say with somebody walks in here and they have a, a long long weave in their head down to their legs okay? <laughs> oh okay. they talking like them bundles well, y'all and they're, they're bundles they, <laughs> they want that long straight hair and <laughs> uh-huh. you know that comes from the, the idea that whiteness and straight hair is beautiful but then they say but look I like this now I like this is what I like well why do you like it what made you like it just because you like it doesn't mean that there's no stereotypes in there. Right. You know, you could be liking the stereotype, like, women need help. We yeah. need somebody to open doors for us. We can't carry water jugs. We need somebody. Well, to I'm struggling for with this one. I, I, It's a struggle. Well, the reason
0: why I'm struggling with it is because right. men need help too. We all need help. Yes, men need help too. They do. And we step in in certain ways, and it may be based on past stereotypes. But yes, we right. step in. I just think we need each other. We
2: do need each other. But in terms of this being weak, being mm-hmm. having to stay home and be mothers, that's what mm-hmm. we're we're getting into. A lot of times, and one of the main reasons of divorce these days for black couples is that black Woman mm-hmm. is not fully meeting the traditional role. I can see that. Okay, mm-hmm. they're not doing yeah. what that black man feels he needs, mm-hmm. okay, which is whatever, all right, respect. Right uh, to be taken care of, to be nurtured for, but she's working. She's doing traditionally male things, and mm-hmm. this can cause problems in the household. And what we need is sense. more respect for forget traditional roles. Okay, okay, male traditional because we're not living in a traditional world anymore. We're, we're not. not working, and you need two incomes to support a household. Mm-hmm. Amen. And so once we get rid of these traditional roles, women are supposed to do this, men are supposed to do this. Just see what the individual. How needs. How about
1: a
0: partnership?
2: Partnership balance yeah they need us too we they need, need them, them. They need yeah. a balance the but
0: i am totally okay I yeah know, i know you're gonna say where it came from i know but the, the whole the opening door thing i yes. love it i just it, i love the gesture of i respect you say i and, I'm, and maybe i'm pulling it from the wrong place but i see yeah. it as for part for particularly the situation i'm in i see it as i have so much of a respect and reverence for you that i I want to serve you yes but do... that is
2: what benevolent sexism is it's coming from a place that sounds <laughs> like wait a minute but there's, oh, and there's research that shows the men who think like that so Fisk did the study uh-huh, and they yeah. showed that men who have this that I want to do this because you're a woman and I adorn you mm-hmm. there's a correlation with them and them having hostile views as well so they're holding these oh yeah I'm holding the door because you're a woman I adore you you're pure and I want to take care of you but they also have these hostile sexist views as well so they correlate with each mm. other, they're mm-hmm. holding them at the same time. So, if you really think I'm so great and wonderful to be doing, how can you also have these hostile, sexist views as well? So, we have to kind of—that's hard th- one for me. Is.
0: Okay, guys, I need y'all to chime in on Come this on, one because, like, in this Logan, hi, I'm, I'm struggling with I this know, one <laughs> because it's the
2: society we've grown up in, you know, and we want. To kind of have the, that to be what it is.
0: Can this not have? You, okay, okay, I gotta go. We gotta break. It. We'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> We're trying to figure this out. We only got six minutes to just to, to resolve this. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right.
2: So let's go back to this traditional versus non-traditional. Benevolent sexism is saying women need to stay in their pure beautiful, nurturing, nice, friend and warmly place. Okay.
0: Okay. So, I mm-hmm. so I get that. Mm-hmm. So we put that the that's the benevolent sexism <laughs> definition. Right. Does somebody doing a nice gesture for a woman automatically put them in the benevolent no. sexism that's box? No, that's what Pam and That's no what probably. I was struggling it with. It <laughs> doesn't. What
2: puts them as a benevolent okay. sexism is that when they see a woman who is not fitting that role, uh-huh. that traditional, whatever they think a woman is supposed to be. Got it. So now we have a woman, oftentimes, and you hear this all the time, when a woman is being a leader yeah. or she's taking command, now she's a B-I-T-C-H. Okay. But when a man does it, it's okay and we know these are
1: qualities being a leader I've seen people get demoted because of that okay I've right. seen it
2: right and so that what happens a is woman got now demoted, we're but keeping a women was. in their place that's right got and it. they can't be leaders and they can't uh, climb up the success ladder because they have to be these nurturing pure mm-hmm. and being a leader sometimes is not always nurturing being nice nurturing and, and n- pretty right Got it. I yes. got.
0: I think I got it. You know,
1: I had a man to tell me that I was a <laughs>
2: sometimes smart little today, cookie,
0: and sometimes today women have to head because the
2: household in terms yeah. of financially. You know, yeah. in terms of being able to of take care all three of us. Okay, <laughs> in terms of being able to do things that are traditionally men, right. and when that can't be respected and looked at like, wow, this is an amazing woman. Mm-hmm. Look at her. Look at her. Doing this versus all oh, she's this and that. Uh,
0: okay, or sometimes she's trying okay. to be so independent, put her in her place. Yeah, I, I get that. Then I get that. So it's it's a matter of embracing a woman who's willing to step out of the traditional, traditional roles. roles. Bam, bam, got it. And the, the traditional
2: <laughs> roles of a woman is pure. Mm-hmm. Be quiet. Don't have any information. And I've had men get mad at me before mm-hmm. for oh, having too. too much knowledge. Too. Yeah. I mean, for that's why not why my daughter's father and I are together. Yeah. yeah. You know,
1: like it, it was one of one my too much. I yeah, to that is it. It. It's too much. It was too much. And oh, now, you know, and that, you, no pun to his current wife, but she's completely different from me. She's quiet. She's nice. She doesn't say anything. She's quiet. She's probably knows. Yeah. So she doesn't trigger those things that would have triggered. I Right. You know, one day, you know, he told me, he thought, I, you know, you act like you have a I've had
2: somebody call me a P-H. I've had somebody call me a P. H dumb ass okay because right. oh,
0: that was heard yes, yes. <laughs> uh, 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 uh,
2: D-A, okay because <laughs> right. it's like you know you think you're so smart when it's like well give me some knowledge too yeah. you know that we can go back
1: and forth I want this. somebody that I can engage in a healthy discourse with and yes. it's okay if I we get a little yeah. Sweaty with it.
0: Yes. You I, I know, love I'm that. not going to
1: always sit with my legs propped Sweaty and can lead to, to other things. I, well. I Benevolent <laughs>
0: sexism
1: says, be quiet, woman. Benevolent
2: right. sexism says, yeah, be I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm not going to ever
1: do that.
0: No. Uh,
2: take care of me I, I, and my
0: babies. No. And, just, and that, and that and makes some people. And, and I don't mind
1: doing that. But see, some men you know? want you to stay home because they come from that mindset, too. Right. You right. know, you have to be careful when everybody wants you to stay at home and take care of the children. Right. Women.
0: You know what? But the thing is, there are some women who, uh, that, if, that is their purpose. And, and that's, that's, that's their, what their they purpose, want and that's what you want to do. No. Want want not, do but if you're not happy
1: and you're not fulfilling your purpose, that's when it's a problem. I look at those women
2: like, hey, because I'm a mom, and I know. That's a job to be staying at home and taking care of the household So I respect. Them, that. But don't not respect me or look down yeah. upon any other woman who's mm-hmm. out there not fitting those traditional Absolutely. roles. Respectful for the, what she has
1: in her brain yeah. and what yeah. she has to That's say. There's a battle between That's working dead. moms and moms who stay at home. Even if you were, yeah. you, you know, have to Absolutely. go back
0: and forth about that. Well, wow. Okay, so we're 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 coming close to the end. So I yeah. want to know. I know, man. This we could have done that as a topic by itself. This was great. Uh, well, yeah. y'all we all are coming, come back. Back yes, y'all anytime, y'all anytime. coming back for a part. anytime. Um So I need to know how or the world needs to know how they can reach you and yes ma'am how they can get involved all with right um,
2: well you can find me at B-I-A-S, adjuster, A-D-J-U-S-T-E-R, <laughs> dot com. Uh i do diversity training i'm making products for children writing books for children to make mm-hmm. sure they have more inclusive attitudes and are happy with who they are uh so yeah that's me all and right
1: you can find me on facebook at Lisi's voice Um, L-I-S-S-I-E S-B-O-I-C-E Incorporated and right now I'm working on a book I'm finishing it up somebody in this room is going to be helping me with that and it's going to be a book for girls um, uh, to help girls and lessons that we as women have learned in life and that we would like to pass on to our daughters
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and that's it that's it. All right. Sounds good. This has well, been great. this has been an awesome this show. This has been fun. Yes. This has been great. I think we so, need a part two, though, Pam, because I oh, still want to swing into that benevolent there's, piece. There's I a know. lot it's more. Just, just it we out. took too long to get to that. So we will definitely have these two back, and we're definitely going to have a Yay! show just on sexism. Word. Yeah. And we're, we're going to talk about that. So thank you so much for tuning into the live exchange. Thanks for joining us today, where we exchange compelling dialogue around love, politics, and intellect. Join us next week from 11 to one right here on the Sensation Station, will I will be joined um, by, uh, well, we're, we're going to have a conversation about the healing of black men and will, women. Um, oh. Dr. Pamela, I know. And Ooh. remember, love yourself to life, dance confidently in the dark, and dream wildly unrealistic dreams. Have an awesome week. That was awesome.